It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How many new starters can we expect to see from A-Day to the start of the 2023 season? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us as he does every single Wednesday for a little War Rapport Wednesday. It is Mike G of the War Rapport. And we all kind of are admitting that this portal period has been very, very slow. And it's maybe kind of a slow drip throughout the offseason, depending on guys they may choose to target Mike G. But still, there will be guys added. And uh, I, I think it'd be kind of fun to play a little bit of a game that requires, I think, some guessing and some anticipation. So today, Mike G, for the first few minutes of this show, we're going to look at potential new starters and positions where there may be a new starter. We'll start with the offense and the defense and then Hank Brown. Auburn quarterback Hank Brown will join the show. So looking at starting situations on offense at A-Day, Mike G, I think the obvious one you have to start with is, is quarterback. Is quarterback going to be different when you look at a starter on A-Day versus whoever the quarterback may be to start the 2023 season? Uh, the that, that question is highly dependent on does Auburn – bring in a quarterback in the portal in this portal yeah. period. Now it's been slow news on that front. Um, you and I talked about uh, the possibility to McCall, you know, that talk has slowed quite a bit. Um, you know, I'm the I mean, more maybe. time. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, the more time it passes, the more I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be Robbie Ashford, right? Um, the more time that passes. So why, why do you think as we learn more information about the rules and all that, why do you think more time going by makes you think it's Robbie? Um, like, just, what, what's different now than a week ago? I don't, I like, listen, there's a lot of speculation that the coaching staff is going to bring in somebody. I agree. Um, the quality of that person that they bring in, you know, I'm just not sure that they're going to be automatically better. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if all things are even, you got one guy who you have have evaluated all spring. Um, you know what dynamic he brings to the quarterback room in terms mm -hmm. of with his legs. And it gives you a little bit of safety net of keeping the ball on the ground. Maybe this isn't really an endorsement of his ability over the other guys. Right. It's more of just, you know, you've got a guy in your system right now, um, you know, who can do some things dynamically as an athlete. Yeah. And, you know, gives you some options at least versus what will be a question mark with everybody that you bring in from the portal, not named McCall. <laughs> yeah. Or, or any kind of grad transfer situation that, that may come in. And once again, like if you're a grad transfer, you don't have to enter the portal. Um, some do. I'm curious to see if that changes moving forward, but like you don't have to do that. And so I, I'm curious with guys graduating, you know, over the next month, are guys maybe wrapping things up with maybe a mini-mester? A lot of schools, mm -hmm. Auburn offers that, where you can take a class in that first mini-mester, and then you're done. Then you can get you can get enrolled through fall camp. So, I mean, if Auburn were to go the grad transfer route, I mean, I, I don't think the, you know this past week or the following week or two or even three weeks you know, necessarily plays into that. It's just, 
is that happening? I, I think yeah. that's the biggest question. Is that happening? Is it happening? Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, and, you know, at the end of the day, you and I agreed uh, on the last segment that we did that McCall, if he if he comes in, has you know a a, a much better than good chance um, to be the starter. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, however, uh, outside of him, after him, uh, I'm not that confident in anybody who might come in. So, uh, you know, well, we, I mean, I guess we don't know what the list is, though. Right. 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 But again, are there any names that stand out? There's no smoke around anybody right now. Uh, like it's it just feels like Hugh Freeze is going to have to lean heavily on developing one of these guys because whether they're the starter or not, they, they may have to be your backup plan. And we know in the SEC, you definitely need a backup plan at quarterback. A guy that's standing out to me is um that would make sense to enter the portal and grad transfer is Casey Thompson. He's at Nebraska right now. They hired Matt Rule. They brought in that kid. Boosters got involved, gave him a really nice uh, NIL deal. His name's escaping me, the guy they brought in. But it's like, well, Casey Thompson's already transferred once, and he can grad transfer. And just talking to folks close to Nebraska, um, they, there's a lot of people that think he will leave. We'll see. He's going to kind of get the lay of the land after spring now that that's wrapped up. But he's a guy that, and I don't know what his ties to Auburn are, right? But as far as like, as far as guys like that could potentially leave, is he better than Robbie? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I think Robbie's right. upside is probably higher, being honest. But the floor, I think, is higher with Casey Thompson. So right. it, it's it's going to be a guy like that where it's like, hmm. Okay, let's let's see. Like let's let's see if he can figure out in a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, Robbie has to get better uh, if he expects to be the starter. Uh, and Hugh Freeze has been clear about that. Holden yeah. gets better if he you know wants to be in the mix as well too. So, uh, you know, like I said, quarterback is an obvious one. But I will tell you, yes, um, I'm super excited. Now, this is kind of a this is an obvious one as well. There's going to be a new starter this year, but Jarquez Hunter will be taking over running back. That's my guy. He's been my guy since. He signed with Auburn. Sure. Um, and so that'll be exciting uh, to see, uh, you know, him get the lion's share of the snaps um, mm -hmm. because his yard per average last year was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, he was a starter though, like in eight A. So uh, other guys that you think started at the end of spring that were end of, end of spring starters that may not be there. I think offensive mm -hmm. line is interesting, right? Yep. With the guys they're going after in the portal, whether it's Muskrat, whether it's Pregnon. I think those guys could come in and potentially start at one of those guard spots. We'll certainly see there. And then I think the fact that they're being pretty aggressive with offering guys a wide receiver yeah. in the portal so far, you know, could could Coy Moore, Javaris Johnson, or Nick Mardner lose a starting right. spot? Well, they, they sent Mardner out there first on 8 day. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's likely that somebody could be starting in his spot for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we, we liked – um his measurables but you know what did we yeah, have what did we see uh now in terms of 8a we didn't get really see much in terms of the passing game so you know it's really right. hard to evaluate uh but you and i were at a lot of practices that were open to the media this spring and uh you know martyr is a guy who you know kind of hoped would would be a guy that would, would take over but they're still looking at guys uh you know the kid from tcu um the uh the other kid that's jumping in the portal right now um from colorado Craig, uh, Montana, Lamonius Craig, Lamonius Craig. Yeah. Lamonius awesome Craig. name. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, 
you know, does Auburn go after those guys? Absolutely. I think you absolutely have to go after those guys yeah. uh, based on what you know about your current wide receiver room. So, you know, that room had a long way to go. I think it would be foolish to think that anybody's job is solid in the wide receiver room. Yeah. And then you, you mentioned running back because of Jarquez, like that's Jarquez's job. He's going to be, you know, guy getting most touches unless something bad happens. And then tight end, I mean, Rivaldo Fairweather and Hugh Freeze has been pretty clear about liking this tight end room. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think those are the the obvious ones that we're looking at as far as, you know, guys who could potentially lose their job over the summer. I think it's those three spots. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, you know, does Auburn have a solid center, right? Yeah, I've been asking myself that. Um, you know, that's kind of been a position that's been in flux the last couple of years. You know, are they solid at that position? Um, you know, do they like the guy who's going to be the second quarterback of the offense there? Um, I'll be interested to see what kind, you know, if they shuffled in. in, in, in Avery you know, Jones? Yeah, like. So the way I the way I see it, right, like at center, I just think, you know, they've done enough movement at that position in the past. And like, you know, what we, what have we seen from him at center? Right. Um, I think that battle continues to go into the fall um, in Who terms of battling with. Um, like, I know Connor Lou has been impressive and. But yeah. I mean, he's been consistently the backup center, and then you know. Well, and, and Hugh Freeze said he was going to play, right? He, you know, he said in a press conference, he was like, "This guy is going to play." They feel like he's going to be a star, you know. And how I feel about these young guys is this, right? Um, if all things are equal, right, and you, the young talent to me wins if all things are equal. So, uh, you know, at center, you need you you need at least two. Auburn has needed at least two for sure. Um, and you know, in, in my last kind of off the record conversation with Hugh Freeze, he, he did kind of mention like, listen, man, this offensive line is going to be um, a uh, a project. You know, he described it as a project, as something that we're going to keep working on and looking at combinations and looking at guys. And I think the center, you know, like he didn't say it specifically, but I think the center is one of those positions where he's going to he's going to continue to evaluate that position and make sure that they've got their guy at that position. Yeah, I've liked what we've seen from Avery Jones so yeah. far, but I like Connor Lou too. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting to see. Um, all right, let's discuss some guys that may we may see a job change on mm. the defensive side of the ball. In just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. They rolled out a new flavor, peanut butter puff bars over the weekend, and I ordered some. I ordered some. When it comes in, I may eat some on camera. It'll be great. Y'all all be super jealous. But Built Bars, they are healthy and taste amazing. Um, they're all covered 100% in delicious, decadent, dark chocolate. It is delicious. And they've got unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, cookies, and cream. Check it all out at Built.com. And if you just cannot wait for them to arrive at your door, head over to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and other grocery stores have them as well. Built.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, Mike G., as far as guys that uh, we may see lose a job over the course of the summer regarding defense, mm. 
I think this list is shorter because a lot of the guys that they may go out and get defensively that we've seen so far, you know, reaching out to, you know, guys that play defensive end slash outside linebacker, these edge guys, I think they're pieces. I think they're all going to be like depth pieces. Um, and so I don't really know how many starters you could potentially lose or, you know, battles that may keep going. Maybe the second corner opposite DJ James, like maybe Kane Lee, you talked about the young guys kind of trending up. Maybe Kane Lee's one of those and he beats out Pritchett. Um, but that's really it. That's a shorter list in my mind. Right. Uh, you know what is interesting is I think that if you're looking at, we we kind of agree that the defensive back room is one of the more solid rooms, uh, you know, on this. But yeah. at safety, you know, how solid are they at safety? Who's going to start at safety? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you, I mean, you you like the you like your corners. You like guys like Keontae Scott, and DJ James, uh, K and Lee is a guy who came on this spring uh, quite a bit. But I, I believe that if there's going to be some movement in that room, it's going to be at safety, um, definitely. And then. At the Jack position, right? Elijah McAllister went out there at Jack first. Um, but I'm not sure how safe his job is uh, there. I think that, you know, Auburn will will try their hand at a few different guys at that position, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just how quick can Keldrick Falk put it all together? There were times right. at A-Day where it's like, I don't know if he was the most crisp. I mean, he's processing a lot of information. Um but physically, he's there. It's just can he can he take that next step and put it all together? And he's got plenty of time to, plenty yeah, they, of time to. They gave him some praise near the end of the spring. Uh, they talked really well about Keldrick yeah. Walken and how you know much progress he made this spring. Uh, but ultimately, you got to be really confident in does he understand the assignment? Right? Is is he assignment yeah. sound? Is he going to be one of those guys that you know understands you know the concepts that they're going to try to run on um, on on defense? Uh, Ron Roberts has been clear that the Jack is a really important position in his defensive concepts, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you need that guy to be smart. You need him to understand what you're trying to do. Um, And, uh, you know, like I said, I I like what Elijah McAllister did this spring. Um, But again, I'm not certain that his job, his job is safe going into the fall either. They'll Mm -hmm. rotate a lot of guys on defense. So, you know, multiple guys will get their chance at, at, at Jack. Um, still quiet on the Dylan Brooks front, man. Still really Nothing, quiet, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's concerning. It's really concerning. Yeah, I thought he would be a transfer candidate. Kind of makes Did, you wonder if they would have gotten some edge guys in during the window, like if he would right. respond to that. Um, so I guess he still could be a watch candidate, but I don't know. I, I just don't really know what his path to playing time is. I mean, it seems like they like freshmen the two freshmen over him. And that's just, that's concerning. Yeah, it is very concerning. Again, a kid that was the number 18 overall, overall players rated by ESPN. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of recruiting services had him rated pretty high. And you just got to wonder when a guy like that comes in and, and can't crack the starting lineup going into what I think will be his third year. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that is concerning. So you know, I, I uh, wonder if Mike G, I wonder if it's his frame because I mean, he, he's had, a, it seems like he's had a tough time gaining weight. Um, or if it's his play or technique, I, I, I'd love to know uh, like what it is it's lacking there. Because if it's his weight, he seems like such a solid athlete. Like, could you move him off ball more? Could you do some different stuff with him? But yeah, I, I, I've been pretty surprised at his development. I think that's, I think it's a shame. And I don't know if that's Auburn's fault. Like, was it the previous staff's fault? Right. I don't know. 
we like to blame stuff on them. So I'm cool <laughs> doing that with this too. But you know, I'd like to know because I mean, everybody wanted Dylan Brooks. I mean, that was a big deal. That was probably the biggest recruiting win of Harson's time here. Yeah, it, was it, it kind Brooks. of fell in Auburn's lap, right? Like after the whole debacle at Tennessee. You still take it. You still yeah, take right. it. Yeah, you right. Know, he had Auburn on his list. Yeah, celebrate uh, the wins for sure. Yeah, but you know, you you hope that they can bring that young man along or yeah. find a solution quickly because you know he's he's there and, and the you can only live on potential so long. Yeah. And you you mentioned safety. I think Caden Bridges with at the nickel spot was interesting. Mm-hmm. I think um I think that's a position group that they're looking at and you know maybe they rotate guys in and out. Maybe Keontae Scott takes that job over the course of the summer and fall, but Still, that that's um that's what I'm looking at because you like you got to feel good about Jalen Simpson at safety, but who's that other safety next to him and who's at nickel? Like I, I think I think those battles are still ongoing and will continue to happen until fall camp. So I, I think that's I think that was a good call on your part. Yeah, safety is just I mean nothing's nothing solid there, nothing solid there. So going into fall camp, um, you know. You're gonna. They're gonna be. They're gonna be reaching to see and really pushing and testing those guys to see who's gonna step up to the challenge at safety. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Auburn, depending on uh, how much the pass rush comes along, may need those guys to really pick up some slack. Uh, So, you know, on the D line, you know, can they get pressure? Can they? You know, can they make the quarterbacks be in a hurry? Uh, You know, going into the fall is, is 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 one of the biggest question marks for me. They'll, you know, when we're talking about Jack and these other positions, and if yeah. they can't, then your safeties are going to be really important. So I can, I expect them to continue to evaluate that, you know, as as the uh, fall camp goes along. Auburn quarterback Hank Brown joining us in just a moment, but first, Mike G, how can people check out everything happening at the War Report? Yeah, check us out at thewarreport.com. Also, check us out on YouTube. We've got a lot of interesting content coming this summer. Uh, so we're continuing our interview series, our building report series. I think you guys will be uh, pleasantly surprised by some of the names that uh, will come in to talk to us about. Uh... Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. About the fall. Joining us now, Auburn quarterback Hank Brown. Hank, you're just a few weeks away from moving down to the Plains. I can only imagine how excited you are. So excited. I can't wait. What do you think? Uh, what do you think is the biggest thing that you're going to work on this summer before fall practice starts in a few months? Um, I think it'll be good just to kind of get with the flow of things, get adapted to everything that's going on. Um, you know, build my foundation of getting stronger um, with Coach Dom, the strength coach, uh, mm-hmm. and just all the things of getting into the college flow. I think that'll be awesome. I'm super excited to get to work. Yeah, sure, sure. So I, I just I think back to like when I was a high school senior, and it's like okay, I finish everything up, and then it's like boom, like no no transitional summer from like high school to college. Like you're you're taking college classes like pretty much right away. What's What's that feeling like? Um, I would say I, I'm just super excited. Like, I'm just excited to be with the team and, and get to take those college classes. You know, I feel like most people would wish their summer just to be all free and get sure. to do whatever they want. But I'm just excited to get to work. 
uh, and start this journey. Yeah, yeah. So in today's age of recruiting and college football, and I guess high school football too, is like early enrollees are so, so common. And you you were not an early enrollee, like we're, like we're saying, you're going to be on campus in a few weeks. But what um what's it like kind of still going through that final spring semester of high school while your future teammates are are practicing? What's that kind of dynamic like? Yeah, you know, so I didn't enroll early because I wanted to uh, finish out my basketball season and, you know, take in my senior year. Um, and so it is hard seeing my the kids my age being being able to practice and play uh, with yeah. the team just because I feel like, you know, I don't regret the decision that I made, and I think that I can still come in uh, at this time and, and give it all, give them all and, and, uh, compete and, uh, just work. So, you know, it's definitely hard seeing those guys, you know, it's awesome for the team that they get to go in early and, and get to work and make our team better. So you mentioned getting to work. You're excited to get to work. What exactly will that look like? Is that all weight room stuff? Are you excited to say, Hey, receivers, I don't care what you're doing. We're going to go throw. What's all that look like? Yeah. So, uh, a lot of that is weight room, but, um, Definitely a big aspect is starting to get that build that chemistry with the receivers. Um, some of them are, have already reached out to me uh, and and want me to come down to throw with them. Um, and so I'm just excited to be able to start start throwing with them and building that chemistry, even with the quarterbacks being able to learn from them. Um, I know they're excited to help me um, with all that you know they're learning as as well as me. So. I think I think it'll be um, a lot of both throwing, building that chemistry, and then definitely the weight room and getting to work. Sure, sure. As far as you know, looking at the the receivers on this roster, are there some guys that you? I, I know you went to a practice or two, and I assume you watch day day. Are there some guys that you, you you're kind of seeing out there like, man, this guy's gonna be really fun to throw to? Yeah, uh, there's definitely a few guys. I mean, I, I love. Um, you know, there, there's a core group of them that, you know, are, are definitely special. Um, yeah. Th there's a few that in particular are special. I think the starters are awesome. Um, we have an amazing tight end room, which I'm super excited about. So, mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily one in particular, but as a group, I think they're doing a good job and coming along with what Freeze's, Freeze's offense is looking like in Coach Montgomery. So, um, you know, I think – especially the tight end room is a special group that will be awesome to work with. Hank, I, th I think you'd have an interesting perspective on this. So you and coach freeze go back to Liberty. You were committed to him when he was at Liberty. And since he came to Auburn, he hires Philip Montgomery, like you said, and he talked about kind of merging those offenses. And so kind of what you saw from freeze, because I assume you were following what they were doing when you're committed to Liberty how different did it look? And I know AD doesn't really matter. And what we see in practice in spring doesn't really like impact necessarily what's going to happen in the fall. But does it look the same to you? Or is the Philip Montgomery influence noticeable? Um, I think it's it's definitely noticeable. Um, it's not totally the same, but there's a lot of the same stuff in it. Uh, I think they combined, um, you know, different aspects of what they're great at. Mm -hmm. um, and so Coach Freeze kind of took the RPO game uh, that he loves 
and merge that with uh, Montgomery's uh, passing game, uh, drop back game, different stuff like that. So, you know, it definitely looks different. And I think it looks different um, for the best because I know that, you know, both of their minds combined and their offenses strengths combined um, it is just a great combination. Um, and I, I, we kind of, I kind of got to see that in the practice this spring and a little bit of the uh, a day. Um, yeah. So I think it's a great combination of both. It, it, it's definitely a little bit different, um, but it's a good combination. Did you run a lot of RPO in high school? Uh, we we did run a little bit, um, not a crazy amount, but we it was definitely part of our game. I mean, we were a spread offense, but we would we mm-hmm. would definitely implement that into our offense. Is that part of what Hugh Freeze does? Is that does that excite you? That does excite me. Um, the quick decision making, um, getting that ball out fast. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much of that? What What's the balance as far as like, okay, I need to know what's going to happen before the snap and what specifically to look at, but also just like knowing that you've got the skill set to get the ball where it needs to go in such a quick quick amount of time. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes pre snap, just knowing mm-hmm. what you're going to do with the ball, but definitely having that confidence to be able to know you can place it wherever you want to is a big thing in the RPO game. Sure. Sure. So in regards to, you know, summer goals, right? I know you said you just want to kind of come in and get to work. Is there a certain weight you want to hit? Is there a certain distance you want to be able to throw the football? I mean, do you have any like tangible specific goals out there? Yeah. So I definitely want to gain some weight, uh, put some weight on, um, obviously good weight. So, you know, I, I weigh right around 200 right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And so not not certainly a timetable, but I would say getting up to that, you know, a good 210, you know, because, um, uh, you know, it's pretty easy for me to put on some weight. So I'm excited to be able to do that and and uh, get with the nutritionists and all that uh, just to put on put on some good weight. So probably about 210 by the season. That wellness kitchen will take care of that, huh? For sure. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, as far as, you know, prepping for fall, have you been told by this coaching staff, like, Hey, you know, there's still questions in the quarterback room. Like you can come in and compete. Have they told you that? Yeah. So, um, they said the competition's open until fall. So, you know, I'm just excited to work with the cues and, you know, they're all awesome dudes. Um, and they're, they're looking forward to helping me out. And so it's just going to be fun working with them. Does anything stand out about these quarterbacks that, that are currently on the on the roster? I'm sure you've watched them a ton, and I think they're all good at different things. Hank, what stands out about this quarterback room? Yeah, uh, I think that, you know, all of them combined bring different talents. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's cool to see what each of them brings to the table. Um, and so, you know, Holden's a super accurate passer. You know, Robbie's a very athletic quarterback. TJ's, um, you know, he's smart, you know, and so they all bring different things to the table. And so it's just like, um, it's cool to see the different aspects of their game that they're implementing um, into the QB room. So it's, it's awesome that they all, you know, the QB room has all different uh, types of quarterbacks that uh, can help each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm also curious to see how Coach Freeze handles the offense. You know, if there's a certain leader in the fall, you know, do they cater play calling based on certain guys? That'll be fun to fun to see for sure. So, Hank, as far as guys in your recruiting class, uh, I mean, who are you kind of spending the most time with, talking, texting, you know, all of that? 
Yeah, so, you know, I, I got to meet everybody um, in, in my recruiting class mm-hmm. um, at A-Day. Uh, we had an orientation with the signees, um, and I feel like it's definitely a special one. You know, all the kids are awesome kids. Um, I've been spending a lot of time with and talking to uh, Jeremiah Cobb, the running back that's coming in. He's actually me and my roommate as well. So, oh, cool. That, okay, that'll be fun. Um, and and he's an awesome kid. Um, obviously, a stud running back. Uh, super excited to be able to be with him. Um, he could be but, a special player, Hank. He could be oh, a really special guy. He could be really special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could even get time this year, which is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty awesome. So, you know, I think it's a really special class. I, I haven't been able to talk to much of the kids who enrolled early. Um, you know, I, I've tried to build a little bit of a relationship with them. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to be able to work with them. Hank, do I hear a dog walking around? What kind of dog is that? Yeah, it's a Rottweiler. Okay. <laughs> He's scratching the door right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Hank, thank you so much for your time, bud. And uh, let, let's tag up soon after you get enrolled and um, kind of follow what you're doing throughout summer. We'd love to hear from you again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you so much to Hank. Thank you so much to Mike G. Be sure to check out all of my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.